Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together, we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now, let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to Season 2, Show 8 of the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today is the power of focus. We'll gather some fuel, some information on the importance of making sure we are focused on the correct person, place, or things along our journey to the next level. But Steve will share seven areas you must maintain your focus at all times. As always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, loving wife, Rita, and you brothers for sharing your journey. Again, thank you for your time and attention. A scripture reference today Philippians 4 and 8 reads, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Here the Apostle Paul is instructing us on how to maintain your peace. He suggests we focus on things that are true, honorable, righteous, pure, lovely, and admirable. You are to focus your attention toward these things. One of the main reasons we can't keep our peace is that we tend to dwell or focus on things that are set in opposition to the peace we're seeking. If we continue to entertain messages that work against our peace, anxiety will soon return. We must therefore ask ourselves if we are able to praise God for the things that we are dwelling or focusing on. If we can't, then we soon will lose peace, the peace that God has given us. This is one of the most profound scriptures, especially as it relates to your focus. I suggest that whatever your attention, whatever you are focused on, you apply it to the scripture. Let's say once you run it through, let's call it your P48 for Philippians 4 and 8 filter, and your answer is yes, then you're good. But if you are focused on something that is contrary, change the channel. Again, focus on the truth. Focus on what is noble, which means some things that have, you know, fine personal qualities or a high moral principle or ideals. You are to focus on whatever is right. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and finally, whatever is admirable. In addition to those things, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, you are to make sure you keep those things at the forefront of your mind. You may even have to write this down to ensure you commit your focus to this process and you put in the work for next level. Thinking about focus reminds me of a story. My grandpa Otis was a pupwood hauler, a a lumberjack, if you will, uh, when I was young. And my cousins and I, you know, we had to work, you know, the boy cousins, the three of us, we had to work in the woods during the summer and when we were out of school. And I'm going to tell you, that was some hard work cutting and loading those trees. So I do have some experience about cutting trees. The story is of a young lumberjack trying to make a living to feed his family. 
So the story goes, his first day on the job, he went to work, determined to do his best with this opportunity. Picked up his axe and he went out to work. His first day of work, he chopped down 21 trees, which is a special thing when you consider the work required for an axe with just using an axe. So the next day he, he came back and he cut down 17 trees. And then the third day, 10 trees. And this really, and the brother was like, what, what's going on? You know, I'm working just as hard each day, you know, working on my swing, got everything, but why is my production down? What he didn't know was old Otis was up on the hill watching him struggle for the past three days. So the young lumberjack decided to go up the hill and ask Mr. Otis if he could help him figure out why his production was going down. He said, I'm not physically hurt. You know, my energy level is good. So, so really what's going on? How can you have cut more trees than I have? You know, and I'm younger and stronger, but you've already cut 15 today and, and the day is not even over. So what's really going on? So Mr. Otis said, I was waiting to see how long it would take you to notice something wasn't right. He said, it's your tool, son. You've been working hard for the past three days, but not once have you sharpened your saw. Regardless of the amount of energy that you put into cutting the trees, if the axe is dull, it won't cut. So the young lumberjack, the young lumberjack said, no one ever told me I had to sharpen my axe. So Otis asked, you know, Mr. Otis told him his axe, like many other tools you use in life, must be sharpened if you want it to be effective. That's what is meant by working smart. You have to take the time to sharpen your tool. That also goes for you. If you don't take time to sharpen your body, your mind, your spirit, your emotions, then you are not being able to cut like you used to. Focus on your health, your mental, your spiritual, your emotional, your physical, and your financial health is the best way to sharpen your tool. That focus should always become an action step toward being better. Joining the conversation by listening to the Brothers Journey Show, I believe is another way of putting in some work to sharpen your tool. Again, thank you for your time and attention. I think we can agree there are a lot of areas we have to focus on, focus in, and be focused about. To be effective, you must have a plan for your focus, a systematic approach to ensure the wrong thing doesn't cause you to lose focus or cloud your vision. I suggest it is as much work, maybe harder, to not focus on those things that are not pure. The lust of the eye is a real thing, and I'm not only talking about sex. Allowing your attention to be focused toward the wrong person, the wrong place, or things can only lead to a tremendous waste of time and money, resulting in an extreme lack of focus. So the Word of God speaks of seven areas you can't allow your focus to be off. Number one, you can't allow your focus to make you think it's all about you you got to check your pride. Number two, you must learn to be satisfied with what you have. Don't be greedy. Number three, you have to control your urges. No lust. Number four, learn to celebrate others. No envy. Number five, enjoy life, but do it in moderation. If you don't have to get drunk in it, at every time, you don't have to get drunk in it every time. It's kind of like being a social drinker. Just one and be done. Number six, 
you must control your temper. Find that action that will help you remain calm, whether it's breathing exercises, counting, whatever you got to do to control your temper. No anger. And number seven, remember each day is a blessing. Don't waste time. Get up and get about your business. Even better, get up and be about the father's business. No slothfulness. I believe if you take the time to focus on each of these areas, you will discover another level of peace along your journey. Maintaining the focus required for next level living means you have to ensure your priorities are getting your attention, your energy, because if you let them go too long, you could possibly lose something of great value. Who are those people in your life that you must maintain focus on? Don't forget, you are first in the process but not number one. Taking care of yourself, you can be of better service to others is the point I want to ensure you understand. Being first, but not number one. Helps keep you humble while checking to ensure pride hasn't slipped in while you weren't looking. Understand the demon of pride is crafty. It can and will slip in if you don't pay attention. Brothers, I want to be sure you are encouraged to protect your focus at all costs. Don't let anything come in your life that will take you off course. I understand, I understand things happen, but even if that thing happens to one of your people of focus, like within your family, your focus still has to be directed toward God and his security, peace, and love. Understand your reaction doesn't have to change your focus. It's easier said than done when you're faced with a life-changing event. Do your best to remain grounded, and if you should have a moment of weakness, it's okay, but just don't stay there. Talking it out is helpful when it comes to getting back on track and moving forward. All right, good people, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We'll continue the journey forward and hang on, hang on for the ride to the next level. In closing, I warrant, I encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention, and until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brother's Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next-level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.